0: In this episode, I'll give you a crash course on how to use common commands for getting around the file system, reviewing running processes, looking at disk utilization, and editing files. Let's jump over to a CentOS 6.4 64-bit virtual machine, where we can have a closer look. First, let's list the directory contents of slash by running ls slash. This will show us the root directory structure, which should look familiar after reviewing the file system hierarchy standard covered in Episode 12. The ls utility shows us the directory contents, but there are many command line options for the ls utility we can use. To find out what they are, we can use this extremely handy utility for looking at the documentation, or manual pages, and it's called man. So we can run the man command, and then the utility name that we want to review the manual page for. For example, let's run man ls to review the manual page for the ls utility. I use the page up and page down commands to move around the document. The man pages are great for learning about what all these utilities can do. You can also hit the letter H to review the help page, or the letter Q to quit the man page. So we already know about the LS and man commands. There is also a command to show us the directory we are currently in. It is called PWD, which stands for Print Working Directory. After running it, you will see it outputs the directory we are currently in. We can change directories by using the cd command, which stands for change directory. So we are currently in the slash directory, we can just type cd without any destination, and it will put us into the home directory for the currently logged in user, in this case root. We can verify this by running pwd again. We can also run the cd command with a destination, something like cd slash root, and then run pwd just to verify it worked. What else? Well, I like to know general things about a system I'm on, like what mounts it has and what processes are running. Let's look at the top command, which will display the currently running tasks or processes. Let's take a look by running top. This will tell us things like the uptime of the system, how many users are logged in, what the load is on the system, along with the CPU and memory usage. Then down here you'll see a list of processes using the CPU. Top is very handy, and there are lots of options. I suggest checking out the man pages for it. You can hit the letter Q to quit. If you just want to output the currently running tasks, you can also run the PS command, which will give you a snapshot of the currently running tasks. Let's run PS space AUX. Let's just scroll up, and let me explain a little about the output. The first column displays the user who owns the process, Next the process ID or PID. Next we have a percentage of the CPU and memory. And then the last column over here displays the command. So let's take a look at the last line here. This is the root user, the process ID, CPU, memory, and then we have the command which was executed. In this case we ran ps aux. The top and ps commands are useful for peeking into what is running on a particular system. Okay, now that we know about the ls, man, cd, pwd, top, and ps commands, what about file system mounts and storage? To see what mounts a system has, like to see how much storage is free, etc, let's run the df command. I'm going to run df-h, which will return the output in a human readable format. Let me explain what we're looking at here. We have the mount device, size, space used, free space, percentage used, and our mount point. Let's take the second-to-last line for example. The device slash dev sda1 is 485 megabytes large. We are using 32 megabytes with 429 free, giving us a utilization of 7%, and it's mounted at slash boot. This is great for mount points, but what about directories? The du command is useful for getting a handle on what a particular directory is using, space-wise. Let's run du-hs slash user. I just want to cover a couple additional commands for working with files and directories. First, let's cd to root's home directory. We can do this by running cd or cd slash root. Then let's list the files by running ls. OK, looks like there are three files in here. We can use the cp command to copy files. Let's run cp anaconda-ks.config and we're going to copy it to anaconda-ks-new.config. Let's run ls again to verify that it indeed created a copy. Cool, looks like it worked. You might have noticed something strange happening when I entered that copy command, like the text almost appeared instantly, or that I'm a really fast typist. There is a great feature called Command Line Completion or Tab Completion. It works by typing the first couple letters of a command, file, or directory you are looking for. For example, let's type CP again. Then I'll type the first couple letters of the install.log file. And then I'll hit the Tab key. Notice how it auto-completes the word? This can be really handy for completing commands and working with files. There is a great Wikipedia page on Command Line Completion which you should definitely check out. I have linked it in the episode notes below. Okay, now that we know about copying files with the cp command, and about tab completion, let's see how we move files. Let's move our newly created anaconda-ks-new.config file to a file called testing.config. Let's run mv anaconda new testingcfg So you can think of these like origin and destination names. Then let's run ls again to verify our changes. Yes, look like it worked. What about removing files? Well, we can use the rm command for that. Let's type rm te and then hit tab. Notice how it tab completes for us? We are prompted asking if we really want to delete this file. Let's hit the letter y for yes, we want to remove it. You can also make and remove directories by running the commands mkdir and rmdir. Let's try an example. Let's run ls so that we get an idea of what's in this directory. OK, let's run mkdir testing. Then run ls again. Cool, looks like we created the directory. I'll just cd and ls in here so that we know what it looks like. OK, we can remove directories too. Let's run rmdir testing then ls and it's gone. One interesting thing to note is that this only works on empty directories. You would have to run something like rm-rf testing if the directory had anything in it. rm-rf is dangerous since you can wipe out system bits easily, so be careful. This pretty much covers everything except working with files. I just want to show you a couple quick commands for looking at and editing text files. There is a great tool for looking at text files called less. For example, let's say we want to look at the Anaconda ks file here. Let's run less anaconda-ks and then hit enter. You will notice that we can use the same commands as the man page viewer earlier. So page up and page down moves us around. The letter H shows the help and the letter Q exits the viewer. Easy enough, right? There is also a command to simply dump the contents to our terminal window. Let's run cat anaconda-ks. You'll notice that it printed it on the screen. We can just use the scroll up and down functions of the terminal to review the document. Note that this isn't good for larger files. This is where the less command comes in handy. Okay, to conclude this episode, let's look at a simple editor that we can use to view and change files. First, let's create a copy of our anaconda-ks file and call it testing.cfg. We will use this vi command, so let's type vi testing.cfg. Vi is extremely powerful, and there have been books written about it, so anything I say here will not do it justice. But let me just show you a basic way to edit files. Let's hit the Insert key. It's located over by the Page Up and Page Down buttons. You'll notice down in the bottom left-hand corner that an insert keyword appears this means that we are in insert mode and we can just type freely so we can enter new lines or change things easily to exit insert mode we hit the escape key then to save the file we need to type without quotes colon wq and then hit enter let's type this so let's hit escape notice that the insert keyword is gone now Then let's type colon. Notice that it's displaying our output in the bottom left-hand corner where the insert used to be. Then we'll type wq, this stands for write and quit. Done, we just updated the file. Let's use the less command to review our edits. So let's type less testing.cfg. Great, it looks like it worked. I know we covered a lot in this episode, But armed with these commands and an understanding of the file system layout, you are well equipped to explore Linux based systems. You should also check out the man pages for the commands listed in this episode. And if you want to create a virtual machine, check out episode number one, where I talk about VirtualBox and CentOS. All right, that concludes this episode. Thanks for watching. If you would like to get notified about future episodes, please subscribe to my mailing list. You can do this by going to the Get Notified link in the header and entering your email address. Have questions, comments, or concerns about this episode? What about episode ideas? I'd love to hear your feedback, either good or bad. Shoot me an email, justin at sysadmincasts.com.